Hi everyone, welcome to the Her Spiritual War podcast. I'm your host, Joanna, and for today's episode, we're going to be talking about the topic of how to know if someone is trustworthy. Now, I know trusting someone can be really hard after narcissistic abuse, and specifically for me, uh, even though it's been three years since I left my family of origin, I still kind of struggle trusting others. But what I've come to learn throughout these three years is the fact that trust is earned and it shouldn't be demanded. And for me, that also means that people need to prove that they are trustworthy over and over again through their character and actions before I can trust them completely. So as you're listening, you might also be wondering, well, Joanna, what characteristics slash actions do I need to see in order to trust someone? Well, the actions you need to see in order to trust someone actually follow a certain acronym that I like to call BRAVING. Now, what is BRAVING? BRAVING is an acronym I actually heard on a TED Talk that tells you the characteristics slash actions you should be looking for when you're deciding whether or not to trust someone. So, in this case, BRAVING starts with a B, and the B stands for boundaries. R is for reliability, A is for accountability, V is for vault, I is for integrity, N is for no judgment, and G is for generosity. Now, to start with B, let's talk about boundaries. So here's the thing. If you want to know whether or not you can trust someone, you really need to listen to how they respond and react to your boundaries. So, for example, you might tell someone, you know, I really can't do this for you right now, or I'm really tired, I can't go, or I cannot help you this time. And their reaction can tell you everything you need to know about them. If you tell them, you know, or express, you know, your disapproval or your ability to not do something... Sometimes someone you can't trust will either get really angry at you, they'll shout at you, or they'll disregard what you said and do it anyways. And here's the thing, when you're telling someone something that makes you uncomfortable, or when you're telling someone something and they disregard what you say, that is someone who not only doesn't respect you, but they also don't care about your boundaries. And this is something you need to pay attention to to decide whether or not you want to trust someone because if they are consistently doing that over and over and over again, they're showing you that they're untrustworthy. However, if they're respectful of your boundaries, if they actually listen to what you're saying, and if they acknowledge them to you, then that is someone who is obviously going to prove themselves to be trustworthy if they keep doing that over and over and over again. 
Now the R for reliability is more focused on whether or not you can decide if this person is reliable. And when I'm talking about being reliable, I'm talking about can you count on this person? Like, do they do what they say they're going to do? So for example, if you meet up with this friend, a friend, let's say every Saturday at 2 p.m., and she consistently always is there exactly at 2 p.m., you can rely on her to show up consistently every time you meet up, then that's someone you can trust because they are showing you over and over again, hey, I'm reliable, you can rely on me. Whenever you need me, I'm here. You know, if we've set a date to meet up, you can rely on me to show up. But when you are relying on someone who isn't um, reliable, in this case, what will happen is when you need them the most, they won't show up. Or in some cases, when you say, okay, let's meet at 4 p.m., they won't show up at 4 p.m. They might show up at 6 p.m., 7 p.m., or at some random time, but you can't rely on them to show up when it matters the most. And if you're with someone who's unreliable, how can you ever begin to trust them if they keep showing that behavior over and over and over again? So in this case, if you want to trust someone who's reliable, you need to make sure they're showing that action consistently, and you need to also make sure that when they're being reliable, it's not because, you know, they're doing it as like a first time kind of like phase kind of thing where you just met them and you've seen that they're reliable, but you kind of want to see that reliability throughout time, not um, like in the midst of one day or in the midst of two days, but like throughout three months, I would say would be a good time to really discern whether or not someone is reliable. The third letter, A, is for accountability, and this is more focused on whether or not the person you are hoping to trust can hold themselves accountable for what they do. For example, someone who has accountability has no problem saying, I'm sorry, I did that to you, or they have no problem acknowledging that their actions do affect people. When you're around someone who doesn't have accountability, um, who doesn't hold themselves accountable, everything is most likely going to be your fault. They're not going to take accountability for their actions. Um, They're going to blame shift everything on you. And on top of that, when you're with someone who doesn't take accountability, it's almost like you get into these repeated arguments and fights because even when they are wrong, even when they are to blame, they still won't take the fault. They still won't take accountability, which can be very stressful, but it can also um, weaken your trust in someone. So I highly recommend focusing on trusting people who actually know how to apologize and who could actually take accountability for an action that may have hurt you in any way, shape, or form. The V in braving stands for vault. And when we're looking for someone who is a vault, we're actually looking for someone who, when we tell them something, they're not going to run across the whole neighborhood and tell everyone our business. So for example, um, there was one time 
I was on a trip to South Africa and my roommate and I were in the same room. We were sharing the room and I told her something very personal about myself. And I remember when I told her this, like, because what I was telling her was so personal, I never thought that she would actually go out and tell other people what I said. But it wasn't until a week later that she came to me and actually said, oh, Joanna, uh, actually, uh, I actually told everyone what you just told me. And I remember thinking to myself, like, wait, why did you do that? There was no need for you to tell them my personal business. And here's the thing about being a vault. There is no reason for you to share someone else's personal business unless it's something that can put them in danger. And I feel like it's the same thing. It's the same code therapists kind of have to go by where like if their client tells them something that puts them in danger, then I can understand like, oh, they have to tell someone because they don't want you to be at risk of any danger or harm or anything like that. But when it's something like personal, whether it's something from someone's past, and if you tell that to someone and they go and share it with some random person or other people who you didn't want to share it to, then it does actually prove that they are not trustworthy because you can't really tell if they will actually keep something to themselves. And I feel like if you want to tell someone someone tell someone something in confidence and they go and tell someone else without letting you know or without your consent it's almost like it's a violation of it's a violation of trust but it's also kind of like a violation of you know a boundary of like okay let's keep this between us but how can i trust that you actually will if you are not a vault so here's the thing with me if someone does this to me once I don't really trust them again. I don't really see the point in trusting someone again who has proven to me that they're not a vault once. But if you are with someone who has proven this to you that they are a vault once, I would also recommend just seeing that consistently over time, at least within three months to see if like they will consistently keep what you tell them in private. The I in this acronym stands for integrity and when we're talking about integrity one of the things we should look for when it comes to someone's character is do they have morals um do they know right from wrong and i guess in this sense when we're trying to trust someone who has integrity we're also trusting someone who um they do the right thing in the sense that like let's say um you are friends with someone who's married and let's say it's a woman and they're cheating on their husband and they tell you this and they also tell you that um they have no problem cheating on their husband they don't care that it's um it's infidelity they don't care that it could hurt their husband and they consistently just do it this is someone who as I've said, lacks integrity because they don't see that not only, I mean, they see that what they're doing is wrong, but they don't care that it hurts another person. And I think when we're looking for people to trust, we also want to look for people who actually um, have that kind of characteristic of, oh, wow, like, you know, I have so much integrity 
that I can never cheat on my husband because we have vows that we've made together um, as husband and wife. And I just feel like for me, if I'm going to trust someone who has integrity, at least I know like, you know, if something, if they were to even think about doing something bad that they would second guess it, if that makes sense, like they wouldn't do something to intentionally hurt me. At least that's what I'm trying to say. And so that's someone that who I would consider um, worthy of my trust. The next letter is N and that stands for no judgment. And in this case, I personally find that when we are looking for people to trust, we also want to look for people who are non-judgmental. in the sense that like um, if you, for instance, were to tell them something, something that you felt a lot of shame for, that they wouldn't, in an instance, like judge you for it. Um, because trusting someone who's judging you and who's very critical of you all the time, it kind of puts you in the space where you, you don't even feel comfortable opening up to them. How can I feel comfortable opening up about someone to someone about my past if you are just going to judge me for every single thing I've done? I am not my past and I am aware of that, but at the same time, when you're with someone who's judgmental, they will make you feel like you are your past and that the actions that you did before reflect who you are today, which is absolutely not true. And then the final letter of this acronym is G, which is for generosity, and that is just to help you find people who you can assume generosity of. And in that sense, that just means, is this person generous towards other people? Um, Does this person have a generous spirit? Um, Can you assume generous things about this person? I feel like, for example, if I wanted to trust someone, I needed to know that like, if someone were to ask me about their character, I can say like really generous, kind things about them. But if I were to, if someone were to ask me about someone's character who, you know, was not, you know, very generous, then it would, it wouldn't really make any sense to trust them because if I can't assume any generous intent about who you are, why would I trust someone who isn't generous? But All in all, if you do end up using this acronym to help you vet people who are trustworthy, please do send me a voice message at anchor.fm slash herspiritualwar slash message to let me know how it went. And at the end of the day, it's always a pleasure to hear from you guys.